What's up, my truly loyal fans, my people, my gorillas, my fucking chimps, my fucking weightlifting bros. What the fuck is happening? Shit, I'm glad y'all are back. I'm about to do another NBA pod. I'm about to pod through the second quarter of this Lakers-Brooklyn Nets game. It is motherfucking Thursday, February uh, February 2018th. Shit, let me try that again. It is Thursday, February 18th, 2021. No longer in the year of the COVID. Well, not really. We're still wearing masks and shit, but that's cool. But I had to start this up. There was some there was there was something that set me off that I had to get to right away. The whole reason behind this pod. And I want to thank you, Dan Lebetard, with Stu Gots on your Twitter account, because you guys put this information out to me so I can put it out to y'all. Uh Kyrie Irving just asked the Lakers if LeBron was their best free throw shooter after he missed the technical foul free throw. Cry emoji. If y'all don't know why this is fucking hilarious, <clears throat> back when Kyrie and LeBron played together in Cleveland, that like little three-year period or whatever it was, I think it was three years, maybe four years, something like that, <clears throat> get my timeline corrected, I should probably do my research a little bit more, but when you go off the top of the dome, you just know what you know and you don't what you don't know. <laughs> anyway. LeBron would shoot every technical free throw shot in Cleveland. And this is when LeBron was like struggling a little bit. I don't know, he's probably shooting like 72 to 78% from the line, but every year he would get a little bit worse statistically. But he would shoot all the technical foul shots, even though Kyrie was a great shooter. Kevin Love was a great shooter. J.R. Smith was a great three point shooter, but he still had a better free throw percentage than LeBron, and he even struggled. Uh, who else was on that team? Tristan Thompson obviously couldn't shoot the motherfucking technical free throw back there. But Le- the point is, LeBron shot every one. Like, after he came back from Miami, he had it in his head that the best player should shoot the technical free throw. He was just stat padding. He's trying to get, you know... I mean, if you do that for five years, there's a technical probably against your team because everybody motherfucking hates you and they hate you, LeBron. Lakers LeBron, not Cleveland LeBron, we loved you both times, Miami LeBron, people hated you, they loved you, I loved you personally, but I don't really like you as Lakers LeBron, not really feeling that, I would love Lakers LeBron if they took all the fucking young dudes and LeBron got all the young dudes that weren't that good to a fucking chip, that's what I wanted to see, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, uh, Kuz, Who's still there, but he was on that team. Who'd they trade? D'Angelo Russell was gone before LeBron got there. Way to waste that draft pick. Magic Johnson, Rob Plinka, Jeannie Buss. Shit, one of y'all. Not the doctor. Not Dr. Buss, because he would not have gone through that fucking 10-year tank. Pay Kobe like fifty billion his last season, which rest in peace, Kobe. Kobe died about one year and one or two weeks ago. Um, that's a whole another story, I guess. The uh, Vanessa Bryant sued the company of the helicopter pilot. I think she's winning, or she won. It was found. I don't know if she won the lawsuit, but it supposedly it was found out that he was just acting irresponsibly aggressively in the air he was flying that bitch a little bit too hard 
That's what the fuck your mom said about me. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, so this shade that got put out on Twitter by Dan Levitard. Thank you again, Dan Levitard. This is the best shade. This is the best kind of motherfucking drama there is in the NBA. Kyrie Irving, he's cool with LeBron. LeBron's cool with him. They're not going to be in each other's fucking movies. They're not going to go out and drink wine together, just the two of them, or just like their significant others. It's not like that, but it's a mutual respect. Kyrie Irving is a fucking artist. If you don't know, just watch him. Study him. He doesn't play like anybody else. He's the motherfucking, he's the Picasso out on the fucking floor just fucking painting it. Painting work. Motherfucker's not out there right now. Uh, it is uh, the score, 28-38. Brooklyn's leading. Uh, nine and a half minutes left in the second. We got James Harden out in the court. Um, Montrez Harrell is matched up against DeAndre Jordan. Uh, Caruso's out there on some white dude. James Harden just got a bucket. I don't know. I don't know half these players. A couple white dudes out there, I don't know. Well, just one. No. Yeah, there's two white dudes. I know one, Caruso. Some other white dude for Brooklyn. It may be Joe. What's his name? Joe Harris. He doesn't look tall enough to be Joe Harris. I think Joe Harris is like four. He looks like a guard white dude, but it probably is Joe Harris. He just appears shorter because he's white. I don't know. That's a thing. I guess. Right now, anyway. KD's now playing this game. KD's just out. Anthony Davis is out this game. Because um, he's got that fucking Achilles bruise. They don't want that turning anything. I don't know why KD's out. KD actually... I got a guess behind that. I think KD's out because they fucking made him sit out for a week over that COVID protocol bullshit like 10 days ago. And he's probably like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to play in this fucking prime TNT game on a Thursday night. This is TNT's big game right here. Their late night Thursday game. They got Chuck, Shaq, Ernie, and fucking the Jet up in studio calling it. Quarter of the way through the season. Let me tell you about these guys' records right now. This is where it gets good. Um, what is the record for the Los Angeles Lakers? Oh, the game before this, it was the Bucks versus the Raptors. And the Bucks got their fucking ass handed to them. The Milwaukee Bucks are on a five-game losing streak, in part because Drew Holiday's out. Not sure why, but he's been out for five games, and the Bucks have lost five games in a row. We do a quick little box score glance here. Uh, let's see. Leading scorers, Siakam, 27, Norman Powell, 29, Van Fleet, Fred, hashtag comma Fred, 17. And what did Giannis have? Giannis had a 23-8. 23-12-8 game, and he fouled out. He should have got a call for a motherfucking flagrant, too. got thrown out and probably, like, suspended for a game because he hit a motherfucker in the throat with his elbow with, like, a minute left in the game. And I guess because he's a superstar, they weren't going to throw him out and they were going to do all that. But if he wasn't a superstar and he did that, oh, he would have got thrown the fuck out and got fined. But, I mean, this is the NBA. It's the world we live in. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. What I really want to know is why Katie's out. I really want to know the truth behind that. I'd want to root for it being some petty shit, but I just would really like to know the truth. 
Lakers are getting their ass beat by 10. Lakers can't do it without AD. It's frustrating. I don't know. This is how these games are, man. You'll have, you'll be down by like 25, and then the fourth quarter something happens. Like, when was it? I think it was last night. The Warriors were playing the Miami Heat. This is either last night or two nights ago. They were playing the Heat. The Heat were up by like 20 in the first half. And I had it all, and I wasn't really watching it. But, like, the last, like, four minutes of the second quarter, I was watching it. And I'm like, even though this is ugly, like, the Warriors are going to come back. But I had already tweeted Money Miami Heat earlier in the night because they were killing it in the first. And I did retweet in the second quarter saying that I thought Golden State was going to have this. But, like, ten minutes after I tweeted that, I had to take it down because I didn't want to play both sides. I'm like, what's more likely to happen? I didn't go with my gut because my gut was telling me that – Steph Curry was having a horrible game. He ended up with a horrible game, but somehow, like, Golden State came back and won this bitch in overtime. But I had that gut feeling that it was going to go to overtime. But I couldn't take that. I couldn't be wrong. Not on Twitter. Twitter's like, uh, it's my little gold path to freedom, uh, gold path to success. You got to say the right things and be right every time, or else people are going to burn you the fuck down. When I say people, I mean Black Lives Matter people, Antifa, and not necessarily the Proud Boys because they won't burn you down, but they'll just like watch while you burn the shit down and they'll be there and they'll be present and they'll kind of encourage it. And probably they're guilty under the U.S. law for just somewhat encouraging illegal activity. Um, it's like if you go, like, your buddy steals a car, your buddy's high. Your buddy has a gun and he shoots his fucking drug dealer for his money. You get that murder charge too. You didn't have to know shit about it. But shit, you didn't get it. You can knock that motherfucker out. And that's what I would encourage you to do is knock that motherfucker out. So you don't get that 50-year sentence. You get that 15-year sentence out in nine. But if you chum on an eight-year-old, you'll be out in six months. Don't ask me why. Let's talk to the fucking judges about that. I don't want to go into this judge podcast. We're not going to do this unless we're talking about Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is the big motherfucker. I saw him live one time up in Detroit, Michigan, playing the Tigers. In, like, late February, early March, one of the first games of the season. It was so goddamn cold, I almost fucking went back to my hotel. After two innings, sitting in the fucking outfield, sitting out in right field, center field-ish area, I realized I don't got to sit out here. There's no motherfuckers out here. Let me go walk around this fucking stadium. It's Tiger Stadium, I believe. They don't have, like, a name. It's just Tiger Stadium, which is cool as fuck. Um, I appreciate that. That was a fun opportunity. I would love to go see more sporting events. If you want to hit me up, let's go get some tickets. Uh, Maybe if enough motherfuckers start listening to this, I can buy some tickets and start giving them away to cool-ass things. All right, so we've got seven minutes left in the second. Uh, we got Harden's out there, Kyrie's on the bench, LeBron is on the bench, and DeAndre Jordan just did. Got an alley-oop layup bucket over his head. Lakers timeout. Lakers down by 11. Um, I don't know. This team's different. I don't like any... I don't like any of the offenses that are in the league this year. Like, every single thing is very, like, pick-and-roll, iso, dribble, drive, kick. Pick and roll, iso, dribble, drive, kick. Pick and roll, iso, double, drive, kick. Dribble, drive. Uh, Yeah, that is every team's offense, and it's very strange. 
I watched a little bit of that Raptors-Bucks game tonight. The Raptors do move the ball a little bit more than other teams. Uh, the Celtics, I've only watched one or two Celtics games so far this season. They don't interest me. I don't like them altogether. Not a fan of Brad Stevens coaching Jason Tatum, coaching Jalen Brown, coaching Kemba Walker, coaching Marcus Smart, not playing Taco Fall when everybody wants Taco Fall to play, and he's good in some matchups. Um, I believe Daniel Tice is still on that team. I like him, but he's not great. And, I mean, there's so many people I'm missing. Romeo Langford, IU grad, what up, fucking Louisville, Kentucky. Might as well be Indiana, but y'all are just a little bit more fucked up. But, New Albany, shit, they got the bed bugs there, so I don't know. You kill your cops, you kill, you have your cops kill your people, versus you go over the bridge and you catch bed bugs in every goddamn home you go to. You tell me which is worse. <clears throat> so, yeah. I'm going to call this one a little quick. I'm going to go a little short here. We're going to hang out for a few more minutes. Um, let's see. What other news is there? Let's do a little search. Let's see what else Dan Lebtard has to say on Twitter tonight. Because, God damn, that whole tweet made this thing fucking start up. Michigan Wolverines, college basketball, they played IU tonight. They lost. I believe IU was ranked like 11th and Michigan was 14th. And I think the Big Ten like has 10 teams in the top 25 in this fucked up season where North Carolina ain't shit, Duke ain't shit, Kansas is probably fine. But it's weird, North Carolina and Duke really ain't shit. Duke had one of their star players who's going the draft just say, fuck it, I'm not playing these last six games. I'm going to go be an NBA player. And that's cool because I didn't watch any college basketball. Duke is my team. Didn't watch any of it. Don't follow any of it. It's been like two or three years. I just don't have the time for it. But whoever this motherfucker is, I don't know his name. So when he comes in the league, I'm not going to have a bad taste in my mouth. How about you? That's also what your mom said after she sucked my cock. I told her I might have a bad taste in my mouth because, bitch, you're so old. Unless you only fuck young moms. I don't know. What's up to fucking young moms? Get them out there. Just pop that baby out. Pop out that first baby and then let's, let's see what's up. (laughs) said nobody ever I've been on Pornhub.com twice today had the same search twice didn't get enough of it the first time Uh, that's a different day and that's on my paid channel where you just pay me money and I will talk about the porn that I watched that you did not and uh, I will outline it for you tell you what you've been missing I'll even send you some links and if you really pay me large Find me on OnlyFans. I shove baseball bats up my own ass to make money there. These are not big baseball bats by any means. They're average sized. I get paid hundreds of dollars each time. Each thrust, 100 bucks. This is total blasphemy, total lies, not true. Uh, But if you want to find me on other social media platforms, you know how to do that. You just hashtag too cold for motherfucking Sunday or hashtag too cold if you're real fucking lazy. 
you'll find me, I'll find you. You pay me 20 bucks, you'd be like, I appreciate the words that you've been speaking. Here's $20 for your time. I accept it. I give you like the world sign. We call it a fucking day. Um, there's no star players in this game right now. It's really sad. We need to have a couple more. A couple more guys out there. Bring out KD. Just bring him out. Uh, this is weird. James Harden's been guarding Marc Gasol this game. When Marc Gasol's been out there. Like five years ago, you have never seen that. Marc Gasol was still big old. I'm on body you. I was defensive player of the year. Uh, a time or two. Played the Euro offense, can shoot. I'm a world champion with the Toronto Raptors. I was a big part of that, but here we are. And he's not doing too much. Montrez Harrell's getting more playing time than Marcus All, the champion. I used to like Montrez until the whole Luca thing. I was a big Montrez fan, and then the Luca thing happened, and then no, not so much. A lot of that was like overblown. It was a little ridiculous. The refs blew that series. They could have officiated it properly from the very tip of game one in that series. And I think the outcome could have been a little bit different, which would have changed the outcome for almost everything. Because I believe last year the Dallas Mavericks were a better matchup against the Los Angeles Lakers than any other team out there. Could have been in the West if Miami still got it out from the East, even with the change that happened out West. Uh, Miami was hurt. Luka Doncic could have been MVP of the series. Um, game changer. Couple refs let the play go a little bit too much, and it changed the arc of a dude's career. That could be the goat. Time will tell. We'll see. I don't know. They've been struggling so much. Like I still love him. I love him as a player, but it's kind of frustrating to watch the results. He does things that no, no other person has ever done in the league. And I swear to God, write this down. This is going to happen. I thought this was going to happen Friday night because the Mavs were scheduled to play on ESPN. Um, but that game got canceled due to COVID. Rescheduled is the proper term. But I swore on Friday night, Luke was going to get an assist from bouncing a pass off his head on a fast break. Like, Luka doesn't even touch it. He just uses his head, fucking soccer ball, passes it to a motherfucker for, like, an alley-oop dunk. I don't know who it would have been, but that's, like, the only thing Luka hasn't done. And trust me, that play is coming. Like, basketball's going to evolve like that. You see motherfuckers warm up. I was just watching Steph Curry, like, one or two nights ago. Him and one of his teammates, I don't know, maybe Damian Lee. I don't know who it was. Potentially Damian Lee. They were just, they had a basketball. They were both bounced off their head. Like, went off each one of their heads like eight times. And then Steph caught it off a head pass during warm-ups and knocked down like a 30-foot three. Like it was nothing. Uh, yeah. So this play's coming. These are things that are happening. This is, this is why you tune in here because you want to know what's going to happen before it ever even starts. And that's why I'm glad you're here. Because someone needs to know these things. Someone needs to make some money. Someone needs to get some other motherfuckers rich. Someone needs to, like, write about the shit that is going to happen. Whether it be in the NBA, in the conspiracy world, or in politics. Someone needs to, like, just jot down these notes and tell you out loud what they jotted down and why it's important to you. How it affects you. 
what you need to know about it and why you need to know. Uh, but it's negative one degrees. I'm out. Maybe we'll have an update within the next week. Maybe I'll go dark for two weeks. Maybe I'll go dark for a month. Shit. I've been dark for seven years. My anniversary's coming up. I haven't got shit picked out yet. I got about two to four more days to pick that thing out. I'm about to get the wife to prove that I am not racist. Because that's what it's about. At this point in an interracial marriage, you just got to prove that you are not racist. They have their thoughts. They have their suspicions. They may be somewhat true and accurate on some fronts. But overall, you are definitely not racist. And when things like this come up, Christmas, birthdays, Hanukkah, holidays, anniversaries, you got to prove that shit. You pay the reparations. You spend the extra 20, extra 100 extra 500 take a little bit more time do what you're told a little bit better and uh, you just pay that shit back uh peace out too cold for motherfucking sunday love y'all check you soon along with harold james Kuzma all on the floor for the Lakers. Irving, the only starter on the floor right now for the Nets with the illegal D, defensive three second. And so we uh, will have Lawalu Cabrero, DeAndre Jordan, Tyler Johnson, Dylan Horton Tucker, along with Harold, James, Kuzma all on the floor for the Lakers. Irving, the only starter on the floor right now for the Nets with the illegal D, defensive three second. And so we uh, will have Lawalu Cabrero, DeAndre Jordan, Tyler Johnson, Dylan Horton Tucker, along with Harold, James, Kuzma all on the floor for the Lakers. Irving, the only starter on the floor right now for the Nets with the illegal D, defensive three second. And so we uh, will have Lawalu. Damn, I love it. Hey y'all, what's happening? It's so good to be back. I love y'all motherfuckers. Always I'll give you a little warm-up. Gotta get talking to the right way that I talk to talk to y'all. <clears throat> let me put that cigarette out of my mouth, that Newport 100. That motherfucker's got some flavor. And let me put it back in and let me light it. It's what cigarette addicts do. I don't know about you, but this is what cigarette addicts do. I am so glad you're back. I hope you are tuning in on a motherfucking Sunday in the Midwest. On February, what are we at? 27th-ish? We're about to March. We're close. I don't know when we're going to get there. A few days. Some important things going on in March. I will keep you all up to date on that shit. But right now, I don't want to motherfucking talk about the important shit in March because we are still in 2-2-21. Not to be confused with 2-2-22 because we're still going to be wearing our motherfucking mask then. You want to go in the gas station, you got to put your mask on. You want to go in Walmart, you got to put your mask on. You want to go in Kroger, you want to go in the mall, 
You want to get a haircut? You want to go to the motherfucking strip club? You want to go to the goddamn casino? Oh, shit, the casinos don't have those motherfucking masks. They haven't had them for a long time, and they got the most old people out of anybody, including the nursing homes. Hashtag sun rise. Independent living. That's where it's at. That's when you retire and you got some money and you want to go to independent living. They say it's just like normal living on the streets, but you just sell your house and you give half your house to your motherfucking independent living facility and they cut your grass, mow your lawn, and they give you a fucking nurse that will cut you some fucking pills on the cheap. She's going to pocket a couple of them. This bitch got to get paid too. She's making all right money, but... She's got to pay her taxes. Because you know those motherfucking taxes suck when you start to owe on the motherfuckers. When you got to start to worry about how am I going to set up my fucking paycheck? Um, How many exemptions am I going to take out? What year is this? And is that all going to even out in the end? And I still want a tax return, motherfucker. That's some old man shit. That's some middle-aged shit. That's that's like the shit you graduate to. We got a couple more graduations in our life because I know all y'all motherfuckers are age uh, 35 to 44. I got some stragglers that are probably 34, 33, 32. And very few stragglers that are probably like 20. Y'all motherfuckers are probably way more blacked out than I am right now. And I might have one or two that are like 18, 19. They happen to live in Switzerland or the Ukraine or Russia, and they don't understand the fucking English that I'm speaking. I think because I label this English as a second language learning tutorial podcast, these motherfuckers from all over are listening to me tell them how to speak the fucking English. Oh man, glad to have y'all back again. Let me get into this. Let me talk about what we're going to talk about today. Uh, We're in the Joe Biden presidency. We may be back to normal, which means I might be getting a haircut. I've been growing my hair out for exactly one year. I shaved it down to the scalp, March 2020. We're in March 2021-ish, basically, now. And I might actually get a haircut and, like, start to do things right. I don't know. I'm going to decide. I'm going to decide tomorrow morning when I wake up. It's going to be a split decision thing. It's going to be like, uh, hey, do you want to go find that barber that you heard was badass on Facebook that is in a small town that you might have to go through tomorrow, but you don't have to if you don't want to. But he gets booked up early, so you're probably going to have to be the first one there or call ahead. And motherfucker might not even show up to work because that was, like, six months ago. And you don't know how barbers fucking are. The goddamn last time I went to a barber, this motherfucker, this was supposed to be this, the new shop. Not just new, but it had been there for like six months. It had been new. It had been banging. It stayed banging. They were six months still banging. Fucking post on social media. Gotten good reviews and shit. Like, you can't find a bad review on there. Motherfuckers get all hyped to go see a new barber or something. I walk in this bitch and I ask for a motherfucking haircut. I walk in there in off-peak hours where I knew I could just walk in. I wouldn't be stealing his appointment. And the motherfucker who was working there who didn't have any appointments. 
he's probably been through enough and not have any appointments that he deserves to get fucking a walk-in, you know, and that happened to be me. I happen to be white, he happened to be black, I happen to be real white, he happened to be real black. I was kind of worried what it was going to do to my hair. He didn't really fuck my hair up, he did a fine job, I won't say he did better than anybody else or worse than, well, he definitely didn't do worse, I've had some bad haircuts in my day, he did a fine job, he was okay, he deserved a tip, um, I kind of fast forward to the end of the story, but let me go back to the middle, you know, you go through your, like, sweet hellos, like, when you meet your new fucking hair barber or stylist, you, they always want to tell you their name and ask you what you want, and ask you a question or two, and then they just kind of do their motherfucking thing, right? Like, we've been there, this motherfucker's got to predict your mind, because you don't know how to vocalize what the fuck you want your hair to look like. You can, you can even fucking take a snapshot of a fucking photo, or a screenshot of a motherfucking JPEG, show the motherfucker what you want your hair to look like. It doesn't come out like that, ever. Never comes out like that. Anyway, we get through those fucking salutations, and, you know, I'm in my seat, and, like, he starts to cut my hair. He starts, like, the right way, like he does, like, the fade first, and then he's going to cut the top, and then he's going to go back and fix up the fade. He's got to, like, kind of, like, lay it out the way he's trying to lay it out. Well, this motherfucker, he's got his fucking clippers going. This motherfucker's got, like, nine-inch-long fingers, and every fucking nine inches, those motherfuckers smell like yesterday's white pussy. That was fat. I know the bitch was fat because he. I just know this bitch was fucking a big old fat white bitch. And he might have just happened to fuck her right before he came into work today. And I was smelling all sorts of what her fucking whale pussy looked like. That fucking nine pound motherfucking whale pussy. That you gotta hit that bitch with a motherfucking harpoon and fucking reel that shit in with a crank. Sitting on the fucking front of the boat. Like you're wearing, fucking wheeling in a fucking swordfish that you want to catch, but you don't really want to pull up to the boat. But this motherfucker pulled this fat white whale bitch up to the boat and said, Fuck, I need a motherfucking home. I do not mean for this shit to be so um, racially insensitive. But this just happened to be the very specific case and this very, very specific example of what happens. So I just sit through this motherfucker's haircut, man. He was making my shit look all right. And it was like a 20-minute haircut. And I smelled nothing but this fucking pussy on his finger. I wanted to put the review on, um, you know, like all the websites. Obviously Google reviews. Maybe getting some Yahoo reviews because it was some years back. And I think Yahoo used to have reviews. Yahoo used to have motherfucking everything. Yahoo's that company that used to have everything and doesn't have shit right now. Everyone's like, yeah, I use Yahoo. Yeah, I use I use chat, I use fucking Messenger, I use Yahoo Dating, I use Yahoo fucking buy a fucking plan on how to make a fucking nuke and pipe bomb and bomb your fucking neighbor who happens to not be the same color as you. Said half the strange white people I meet the first time I fucking meet them because they just want to tell me like how racist they are because I'm another white guy and they just think they can spill their guts. Which is really fucking weird, because I just sit there, I kind of listen to it, I kind of shake my head yes, and I just kind of judge a motherfucker by that. Never talk to him again. 
It's all you got to do. People will tell you the truth right away. Right when they meet you, they're fucking dying to tell you the truth. They want to tell you nothing but the fucking truth. Like you were the fucking judge and the fucking jury. Black Jesus all wrapped up into one. They will tell you who the fuck they are, what they think, what's on their mind, what they can't tell anybody else, but they don't tell their friends, their wife, their girlfriend, their fucking mom, their dad, their kids, they don't tell anybody shit, but they will tell you because you're strange. You are a stranger. They just met you. You go down to Arkansas, you go down to Tennessee, you go down to motherfucking Kentucky and Mississippi. Or you go out east, you go to fucking Philly, you go to Jersey. Or you go to central Indiana or very much northeast Indiana. Northeast Indiana is my home, so I know y'all motherfuckers, so y'all weren't strange. I expected it from you. But you go to central Indiana, you go to like the suburbs of Indy, you go to motherfucking Illinois, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, suburb of fucking Milwaukee, 30 minutes away. Random motherfuckers you never seen, they will tell you the most racist shit. You turn on fucking 1190 AM, whoa, whoa, anywhere within like 300 miles of Fort Wayne, Indiana, 24-7, they will tell you the most racist shit. You tune into Wayne TV in Fort Wayne, Indiana, you listen real close, they will tell you the most racist shit. They will broadcast it. You hop your motherfucking ass on Twitter and you see it both ways, but it's very much easier to find the racist shit than the motherfucking Republicans in Indiana, Kentucky, Mississippi, Arkansas, Texas, Oklahoma, Idaho, North Dakota, South Dakota, Georgia, South Carolina, Am I missing a state that's like a Republican state? That was only like 12 of them. There's only 12. They're always Republican states. Republicans, you are going to motherfucking keep losing. Washington, D.C. is going to turn into a state because Democrats want to turn into a state so they can gain two more senators, which is more important than Congress people. Go back to the ABC, like Schoolhouse Rock video. Donald Trump. Joe Biden. Kamala fucking suck my dick Harris. That should be her nickname. I've talked about it on this pod. I've talked about it many times. She sucked a lot of dick. What's up, Willie Joe Brown? Mayor of San Francisco, let me suck your dick. <laughs> What's up, Willie Joe Brown? Shit, I sucked your dick a little bigger. Let me suck it seven more times to get the job of DA for California. Let me keep sucking dick. How many dicks do I need to suck? First lady of our fucking country sucked dick to get her motherfucking job, and nobody's saying a goddamn thing about it. They said a goddamn thing about it before she fucking got elected, but now this bitch sucks so many dicks. Did she suck Joe Biden's dick? Let me ask you that. How hard, actually, better question, how hard would she have to suck to get Joe Biden's dick to get his dick sucked? If a dick could suck dick. I'm going to say pretty fucking hard. That bitch probably has been sucking some dick hard, though. That's cool.
not to get political, I didn't mean to do that. I might have lost some of my audience right there. That's what they call the drop-off point. <laughs> Where you say some shit so harsh that you piss someone off that they can't even listen about someone else get their dick sucked. That's why they dropped off. They're fucking on Pornhub right now. Looking up pedo shit and about to get, like, jail terms. So the other day, I was at... I was out fucking shopping. The other day. The other the other day, I'm talking about like two hours ago, just so y'all know. Before I came here and did the shit that I'm doing right now, I was out grocery shopping. Uh, I went to Walmart and bought a couple things. I bought three cases of beer, um, some bottled water, some pop, some milk. And, like, 25 pairs of women's panties from Walmart. Not for me, but my wife needed some fucking new panties. So I, like, was like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy you 25 new pairs. Like, you're good for, like, years. Right? Guys, if some motherfucker bought you 25 pairs of boxers... You're good for fucking lifetime. You're good till retirement. Like, that's almost like half your retirement plan is like, hey, I got this new underwear that I can, like, stretch out when I'm, like, 55. I can start putting it on. I'll just keep it in the box till then. Uh, but women, shit, they, like, recycle them panties. Like, shit. They just need new motherfucking panties all the time. So, shit, like, I was doing a, a fucking thing. I was just going to get this thing, like, ch checked off the fucking list of things that are fucking needed. I was at the fucking self-checkout line. And, like I said, I bought some beer, too. Which flagged the fucking Walmart one employee that is now in charge of 12 self-checkout fucking registers. I know she saw me early on. I had panties hanging out of the fucking cart. They were up there where you usually keep your eggs and your bread and your milk. Like, everything else is down in the cart. I had these motherfucking panties just, like, all over the place. Panties everywhere. I was there by myself. I was looking weird. I was in fucking weird sweatpants. or might have been a little bit too short. The shirt didn't match with sweatpants. And my hair is fucking, like, six inches long. And I had a fucking black mask on, and I might look like one of those dudes who would shoot up the motherfucking place with a bunch of motherfucking brothers in it. Might look like that guy. Tonight, with that wardrobe, that outfit, I might have looked like that guy. So, I know, this Walmart lady, she saw me, she didn't want to come up to me. Like, she let me get halfway through scanning the rest of my groceries, and I was in the middle of fucking picking up these panties and starting to self-scan them, and that's when she walked up. She's like, oh, sorry. Would you like me to come back after you're done with some of your groceries and some of your items? I was like, no, bitch, just, like, come see what I'm doing. Like, it's cool. This bitch is probably thinking, what kind of motherfucking freak are you? Like, middle-aged and not getting that female attention the same way you used to get it, like, 10, 15 years ago. Like, it's a different thing, man. You gotta, you gotta learn to adapt. You gotta to adjust. You gotta be all, like, reptilian with how your eyes fucking blink when you don't mean to fucking blink. My conspiracy folks, you know what I'm talking about. You may be reptilian. From the center of the Earth or sent from Saturn. Saturn is fucking 
the planet of Satan. If you subscribe to all that bullshit, um, just ask me to open a Barofkin. Like, tell me, hey, Twitter handle, at live live now, open up that Rothkin, I've got you $5 a month, split it with your cohorts. I want to hear some more of this conspiracy shit. Because that's where that conspiracy shit comes from. If you do that conspiracy shit on mainstream media, like what this is going to be platformed on, I might get banned, and I might lose all 75 of my fucking followers. I worked really fucking hard over the last 12 months to get all 75 of y'all motherfuckers. I just need another 75 of y'all on top of this 75 to pay me $5 a month, and I can do this full-time. I'll give you this shit 24 hours a day. You can just live stream my life. That's kind of the route we're about to go. I will whore my life out. I, you can ask me questions. You can dare me to do things. I will go do them. If you pay me the proper amount of money, like, hey, go steal some cold pills from the drugstore or... Hey, go put that, like, bag of beef from Kroger under your fucking coat and walk out with it and sell it to me. Or, hey, um, go fucking um, drug traffic this fucking opium up into Canada and then go to Tijuana and give me some more. For a price. There's a proper price for every one of those fucking options. Everybody's got a price, says Ted DiBiasity. Motherfucking WWF 1988. Uh, yeah, so speaking about getting old and talking about 1988 on the pod. Too cold for Sunday. Thank y'all for tuning in. Like the last time I heard a fucking compliment, it was about my motherfucking Argyle sweater. Y'all know what an Argyle sweater is? Because shit, I didn't. I had this bitch, I had this barista, working at Starbucks. She was cute, she had her titties out, she was like 10 years younger than me, or more, but still legal, and she had like tattoos right above her titties, and she like complimented my motherfucking sweater. She was really trying to talk about how she wanted to suck my dick, but she wanted to just come out and say, I want to suck your dick, I'm going to talk about your sweater. It happens to be Argoyle. I did not know what that was. And take it, I was wearing this motherfucking Charlie Brown Argoyle sweater, driving a fucking blue HHR through Starbucks at like 11.30 a.m. on a fucking Thursday. Like, it was my treat for the week. Like, I'm going to go get Thursday Starbucks treat of the week. But really, I go there seven days a week. But this bitch, who was fucking smoking hot, she was even smoking hot, but for me, because she was a little bit skinnier, a little bit younger, a little bit titties out, like, she was cool. So I, I fucking, I appreciated that from her. I just wish, like, I didn't order the $4 coffee with the fucking eight sugars and ask for, like, half cream because I look like a fucking vagina. But she was cool with it, so I don't know. I guess I was cool with it. I should have told her, well, I want eight sugars. I'm about to fucking want those eight sugars. Like, I'm about to eat your ass, Bitch. That is also what they call a drop-off point. When you talk about these sorts of things, people start to hate on you and they want to understand why you talk like that. But you can never fully give them a reason on why you talk like that. It's just how you feel and those are your feelings and everyone is entitled to feelings and feelings are cool. We all have them. Let's all just 
fucking feel each other's bitch. <laughs> uh, trade-offs. Who's trading me? Anyone want to trade? Send out those trade reminders. Do a little switcheroo. Austin Esch, I may need to tag you on this. There's a story that needs to be told. You know what story I'm talking about. Many of you who are listening to this know about the switcheroo. This happened between me and Austin Esch. This was a thing. I will not tell the story until Austin Esch surfaces back to social media. After being so democratic, he had to shut down his fucking social media accounts. Austin Ash is also middle-aged. We're going to throw that out there. Uh, so when you kind of reach middle-aged, you reach that point where you can, like, die of natural causes and, like, no one would question it. Like, Shakespeare didn't live as long as me. Plato, Aristotle. Like, I've outlived those motherfuckers and look how much shit they did in, like, less time than I have. I probably spend more time wiping my ass after I take a shit than what they did not spending their time on things that actually fucking mattered. All these world leaders. All of them. Xi Jinping, you think like he spends any time wiping his own fucking ass? This motherfucker just walks around smelling like shit because it don't fucking matter. When you got that much money and that much power, you can smell like whatever the fuck you want to smell like. You don't got to shower for two motherfucking years if you got that much power. And what's someone going to say to you? What are they going to say? And you're not going to fucking just murder them on the spot. You got that much power, you can just murder motherfuckers that walk up to you. Think about that. Putin power, Xi Jinping powder, powder, powder. That used to be my nickname for like a minute because I was so goddamn white. And uh, my good friend, he happens to be a Vato, VL, he was in that gang, swam many oceans to get here from his native country of fucking Mexico, and it's many oceans between here and there, many lakes, many rivers, he swam the whole goddamn way up to fucking Indiana, swear to God, is what he told me. He changed that nickname of Powder to Casper. Which was so much more hood, because I think there was a dude in a movie about a barrio whose name was Casper, and he was like a white-looking Mexican. So I got to have my nickname of Powder removed, of being that Powder movie where that dude was real white and real weird, into being Casper, who was like a half-Mexican, half-white dude who was real light-skinned, but he was cool as fuck. And that's how we come to know me today casper not powder not powder casper casper not powder the powder thing only lasted like a week he saved my motherfucking ass you do not want a nickname as a kid that you don't like before that and after that the only thing the only like weird nickname thing i ever had was like because you guys know my last name it's like who'd you guys or who'd you fight who'd you and then they'd be real stupid who'd you fought that's what they say. Who'd you fought? They wouldn't even like, like fix the tense of it. And they try to make fun of it. And I just look at that and I'm like, 
this is this is when I knew like I should be married to a black woman. I just look at them, like I just looked and then, like it's kind of like what the fuck are you talking about? Let me fuck you up right now. That motherfucking fighting words. I gotta fucking pull my nine and fucking bust a cap in your ass, you capping ass looking motherfucker. It's been minutes since I've been to the fucking strip club. I wish it hadn't, because that's like one of the most fun places on earth. Going to the fucking strip club, going to like Shang West, Sugar One, Three, Randy's, the fucking Rabbit, uh, Shang East, Shang West. Shit, those motherfucking places were fun, but I'm a little bit too old to like go reinsert myself up in, into that scene. And I hope you are too old to re-up insert yourself in that scene too. Unless you got the right sort of scratch to fucking scratch them strippers fucking backs. If your motherfucking financial status don't match your fucking appearance and the attention to get from those fucking 22-year-old strippers looking for the same goddamn thing that you graduated up from you don't mean shit and when you get old what you graduate from those clubs you graduate from them up to going to the casinos because that's kind of what we have in the age frame that we we we're in right now you get the same sort of excitement that you used to find up in that strip club at the fucking casino but at the casino there's no fucking half naked 22 year old pussy like just hanging out you got a bunch of like Senior citizens playing motherfucking slots, but there's drinks and there may be sluts who are there. That's all you got. That's what your game is. That's where you are. That's that's just where you're at. That's where I'm at. I shouldn't say y'all. Let me just speak on behalf of me. So, shit, you're up in this casino. You're just chilling. I mean, this is a new age, this is a new dawn, this is where you need to be. This is your spot for the things that you want to find at this point in life. So you're you're there where you need to be. Um, you're trying to get a little bit of excitement back in your life. You're, you're feeling alright, and uh, like you've been here before, you know what this is all about. It's not the strip club, it's the casino, but you still know how to warm yourself up to talk to bitches. Like you, like you see this hostess. This little bartender working behind the bar. You like you know, you know what that first interaction is gonna be. You're feeling all right. You walked in there. You walked in there for a fucking reason. You're gonna treat this like, like you're 22 again. You're about to pull a fucking 10. This is what you're doing here. And not only are you gonna pull a 10, you're gonna win about 10k on top of that. Like you're gonna have the motherfucking night of your life. They're gonna give you a suite. You got a 10. She might have a 10 friend. Like, it could be the fucking time of your life. This is what you're hoping for. This is all that you want. For the next 25 years, this is the fantasy that's out there for everyone, y'all motherfuckers. You think you're gonna get it, but you don't know. But that's why you're fucking there. Uh, so, like, I mean, I was, so I was talking about these hostesses and these bartenders, like, I mean, they're experienced just as well as your experience because they're the same bitches who used to work up in that strip club and they've heard all the fucking shit that you've ever had to say, plus more. Probably a lot more dirty shit. Like, they're professionals in this industry while you are just fucking meandering in the thing that they work in every single day. 
like these bitches are experienced. They're strippers in the motherfucking afterlife who know this game and they know how to encourage you and not only encourage you, but pass the word on to the true money makers in these establishments. The motherfucking table hostess. The fucking table dealer. The fucking everyone working on those motherfucking tables. That's where the money is made there. And they know that they're going to pass on whatever the fuck type of person you are to these people over here. Because they are going to drag you over there. Whether it's by just words. Sexual endos. Fantasies. Fetishes. Or you just get so drunk you happen to end up at one of those fucking tables. But you don't care. You're cool. You still need to practice a little bit. You need you need a little bit of warm-up. So, you know, maybe you get a drink delivered to you and you say something like, Oh, thanks for the drink. I appreciate it. But damn. Like, I can't believe they got you working tonight. Don't all days of the week end in DAY? You got me here thinking they end with you got a big old fine ass. I'm not looking to go home without you. And that's your motherfucking line. And you stick to it and you straight face look at that bitch. And you want to see what she says back to you. And these experienced scarred up pussy having cocktail witches throw back something like, oh. You never know. It might be your lucky night. Like they're about to tell you you're about to be lucky. Shit. Like they're just... They're fucking running with the marketing material the casino puts out that you might be lucky tonight. You happen to spit that fucking line. It was the best one you had. You practiced it 22 times before you ever fucking said it out loud. Like you're ready to fucking deliver it. You knew how you were going to deliver it. And you knew the success rate of how it was going to turn out after you deliver that line because you do it every fucking single time. You knew what your net promoter score was going to be there. Zero to ten. Got to be an eight or above. She's not throwing shit back at you. So at this point, like, like I was telling you guys about this earlier. This is when, like, the the bartender, the host, whoever you said that fucking line to, she's going to go back. She's going to tell the fucking the casino boss who you are what you're there for and they already got a game plan against you man like you know this like they like once you make yourself known in that sort of situation they are game planning against you they know how they're going to take your motherfucking money Man, she told you she told you that basically that she loved you, like right? That's kind of the point that she was getting at. She's basically like, I love you, but I dare you to man the fuck up and get prepared by getting the appropriate amount of fucked up. I want you to build your confidence up for 45 fucking minutes and get ready to head to that ATM and withdraw the proper amount of cash from the casino ATM. And then come come find me and my friend Jackie. You see Jackie over there? I'm Jenny, by the way. I'm Jenny. Jackie's over there. Jackie's hotter than me, but shit, we threesome. If you're paying. And I dare you to withdraw enough money to go sit down at that blackjack table. I dare you come meet us over there once our shift's over. Our shift's over in 45 minutes. What's up? 
oh damn, this is like the dream. Every motherfucker that's ever walked into a casino wants to hear this shit right now. You walk in that motherfucker like lonely, depressed, sad, and by yourself. With like your mortgage on the line. For a night like this, yes, sign me up. Tell me what's about to happen, Jackie. Bring little Jenny over here. Let's see what's going on. Uh, so shit. Like, you don't. You won't even know how to play a motherfucking blackjack casino. Like, blackjack casino. Casino casino blackjack. You don't know how to play that shit. Like, you play with your friends, your buddies. You play it online. But that's a whole different fucking new feeling when you gotta walk in there and be surrounded by seven motherfuckers you don't know all betting their money they're gonna look at you if you make a fucked up bet and you're gonna look at your buddy to your left if he makes a fucked up bet and the fucking dealer's always looking at you looking to take your motherfucking money but she doesn't want to take too much money because she still wants to get a motherfucking tip you're gonna give that bitch a tip you trust me before this shit is over tonight you are about to give that bitch the tip it doesn't matter if it costs your fucking daughter's community college fund or your fucking mortgage, like, you are gonna get her a fucking tip, you might go broke, you might not, this might be the fucking night you've always been looking for, it might happen tonight, on a fucking Tuesday in April, in San Antonio, who fucking knows, but fuck it, you already got a lie planned out to your wife for how that money got spent because you realize you can Venmo that scratch to your fucking fake account and then withdraw it from there. And then you can blame these goddamn kids for giving out your fucking Netflix password and email, which also matches your fucking bank account password and email. Like, you know how to do this. You've been a pro. You know what's up. You've never pulled this trick, but shit, your wife's been pulling the same goddamn trick for seven years, but you didn't say shit. Because you got low self-esteem, right? And I got no self-esteem. Uh, man, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably not. It, you're probably not pulling any. You, you're not getting Jackie. You're not getting Jenny. You're not getting a motherfucking dealer. You're not getting shit. But... You still kind of move forward with this because you know you do have a puncher's chance at getting this new poon. Like, there's a chance. It's not a very good chance. It's kind of like, what was it, Jake Paul, Logan Paul versus Mayweather that's going to happen in a month or two? Like, either one of those big-ass white boy brothers, they don't got a chance against Floyd Mayweather. But we're going to buy the pay-per-view for, like, eighty nine ninety nine. Watch those prelims and listen to motherfucking Stephen A. Smith fucking talk about how Floyd Money Mayweather might be, might get his first loss, might go 15-1 against this motherfucking YouTube star. Nobody believes it, but we paid for it, so we kind of fucking buy in. It's like, he, man, you're sitting at that table, you know you used to have that game. You know, you've been here, like, you've been to the strip club, you know going 0 for 9 is still going 1 for 10. You you get 10% of the fucking pussy you try to get, and that is fucking golden. It might have only been a 5, maybe an 8, but shit, the hooker's about to pull out 10 inches to try to figure out why her knees and elbows were so goddamn sore the next day. 
Yeah, to explain this fucking hooker, you were doing coffee table poses, rails off her fucking ass crack while she was getting live leaked all over the internet. Remember live leaked? That was a thing. I think Saddam Hussein's hang was live leaked, along with a lot of bitches getting fucked, was also live leaked. Back in like 2012, maybe 2016, I don't know. I think Live Linked even had a fucking Facebook account and a fucking IG and a fucking Twitter. They didn't give a shit. They let them fucking run with that. They're like, we will show you all sorts of the fucking dirty porn, hangings, and killings. It don't fucking matter for a minute. It was cool for a minute. Not cool anymore. You can't even say certain members of the CIA's name who happened to kill Martin Luther King Jr. with a pillow after they claimed he got shot and was going to die, but he just got shot and wasn't going to die, but you killed him with a motherfucking pillow. CIA, it's the truth, and no one wants to speak about it. No one's talked about how Martin Luther King Jr. died. They just wanted to give him a motherfucking day in February and call Black History Month a thing and then be done. That is truth, not conspiracy. Do your fucking research and question yourself why it's like that. But these kids, they don't know about live links. They just know about going straight to the consumer themselves with like an OnlyFans page. And their goal is to get $19.99 going fucking rate. You know the bottom rate? This is a thing. This is a thing. The bottom rate feeders on fucking OnlyFans pages. They're going for a buck forty-nine. Like my brothers and cousins, trust me when I say this. You always got to upgrade to at least the fourteen ninety-nine OnlyFans pay bitches, because these dollar forty-nine bitches, like it seems like a deal. It seems like you're getting something. Like there'd be more value for your fucking dollar there, but there's not. Like. You always got to upgrade to the fourteen ninety nine package. Like, even if you're a spot in your life where all you can afford is the $1.49 bitches, they ain't doing no shit you should be paying for. These $1.49 bitches be whale emos with gender problems. Their self-esteem is so low they must not be able to see their 12-pound fucking pussy hanging to the float. And they ask questions on what pronouns they truly relate to. Where are you trying to fucking jerk off? You can't jerk off to that. Like, I mean, what kind of motherfucking freak are you to be able to jerk off to that shit? You can't fucking do it. Don't try to do it. Just upgrade. Go $14.99. Do that. Don't go for the pronouns for a buck forty-nine. Because those bitches are like banging the fuck out themselves with fucking light bulbs and fan blades. And they do it like over and over again, but they talk about their issues and the problems and ask about pronouns. And trust me, this is not a quality that you're looking for in a woman. You want them to just bang themselves with their fucking finger and call you daddy. That's fine. That's all you need. That's what you need. It's such the better upgrade. They're prettier. They're hotter. They don't need weird objects that are not human. <laughs> To get them the fuck off. But Oculus porn. And maybe robot porn is cool. I don't know. We'll talk about that on another pod. <clears throat> That's where I like to.
plug my sponsor. They ain't paying me yet, but trust me, they should. New Belgium Brewery in Asheville, North Carolina, and Colorado Springs, Colorado. Used to be owned by a woman, large corporate beer company, that has the best goddamn beer in the USA, but this bitch, she sold her shit to motherfucking Australia, which I think Australia is owned by China. So I think I'm kind of drinking Chinese beer right now, but I don't give a fuck, because I am drinking that Voodoo Ranger, Imperial IPA, 9%. I did not start with this tonight. I am just finishing with it tonight, and I'm going strong. I'm going hard. Uh, I'm like six in, plus like three others prior. It gets you to where you need to be. The only other way to beat that, you got to go like straight, like any bourbon, any whiskey. Like, if you're just doing that, but doing the same thing I'm doing tonight, I might be in a better place. A little bit more of a higher place, I guess is what you would call it. Higher is better, right? Jesus. So I got three cats, and they brothers. And they all orange. And there's an orange-ass neighbor cat hanging out in my yard trying to fuck all three of my brother-ass cats. This neighbor-ass cat been tempting my cat with drugs. Methamphetamine. Metamine. Crystal. You ever hear of such fucking Wookieville shit ever in your fucking life? The COVID sure as fuck brought out the homeless. Or for all you Wokakola granola motherfuckers, the people without homes... The temporarily unhoused, the beat it's on the street it's, the dykes living on bikes, the hoes without Joes, and the bros without hoes. These fucking savage animals became quite aggressive over the last 13 months. I had to pull an empty beer bottle out from my fucking passenger seat and set one of these motherfuckers straight. One of these motherfuckers walked up on me in the casino parking lot, rubbing one out real quick before I went back in to meet Jackie and Jenny at the tables. I'm not about to get put in an awkward situation before I hypothetically come first on this hypothetical situation. Get the fuck out of here, you homeless wookle. Roll up, mother, granola, Alright. Have you ever had that moment? When you do need to see what you look like in the mirror. So you at least have an idea of what other people think you look like. But before you pull that car mirror down, you got to tell yourself what the fuck you think you want to look like. But then you just decide it's better that you look like a vampire and have no reflection. And you plan on going and telling that fucking goth bitch inside the casino that you are a vampire and uh, that you're good for a buck forty nine. I ain't ever do that, but shit, if you think about doing that, if that ever happens to you, you say you got no reflection, you go up to the most fucking goth bitch up in there, and you tell her you got no reflection because you're a fucking vampire and you want to bite her neck. You tell me if that fucking shit works, because I will tell you that shit works. Best tip of advice I could ever give all y'all. So it's been real cool. It's been real motherfucking cold. I don't know about you. I'm fucking freezing. 
is Sunday, bitches. I will see you next Sunday. Luka Doncic will still be 21 years old. We'll turn 22 the Sunday after that. <clears throat> the Los Angeles Lakers will lose like four more games in the next two weeks. They'll be like two and eight over the course of a month going into All-Star Weekends. Uh, the order of the All-Star picks in the NBA All-Star Weekends will be something like this. So we have Tatum, who is a substitute starter. Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving. Tatum's a sub for Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's hurt. Joel Embiid. I forget the fifth guy for the East. Oh, Giannis. Giannis is in the East. Giannis is the captain. Out West, you have LeBron. Jokic, who, Kawhi, Luka, and I don't know the fifth dude out west. Goddamn. Anyway, I don't think LeBron really wants Kyrie. I think that's kind of forcing it a little bit if he picks Kyrie. Oh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry's the fifth guy out west. I think, and LeBron picks first, Giannis picks second. So I think LeBron might actually pick Steph Curry first. Giannis can't pick Embiid because Giannis is also kind of the center. So I think Giannis might, oh wait, nobody gives a fuck. This is my funny podcast, not my NBA podcast. If you want my NBA podcast... Tune in after a very hyped-up Dallas Mavericks game. I'll fucking give it to you. Um, it's been real. It's been cold. I will talk to y'all bitches later. Peace out. Thumbs up. Drinks up. Blood. Crib. Uh, Vatos Locos, homie.